0: You're a writer or an artist, and you want to get your work out into the world. If you want to honour your creativity and finally stop hiding, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Siobhan Jones, and it's time to sound your bell. Today, I can't wait to bring you my conversation with Kerry Jakala about the one thing many of us search for confidence. Kerry is a confidence coach and host of the podcast Rockstar Confidence. So here it is. Enjoy. Kerry, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Siobhan. In your podcast, you talk a little bit about confidence as almost a fluid state of being. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so confidence to me is like you're not necessarily ever going to reach an end game where you're like, hey, I'm confident now and I'm always confident and nothing can ever bring me down because you're entering that kind of bravado, fake confidence. Because I really do think there is a specific difference between true confidence and like arrogance and being conceited because a lot of us will look at someone who Has that air of, I'm awesome, look at me. And they might also be a little bit intimidating. When you get down to it, a lot of times those people, they have low self esteem and they're putting on this kind of bravado. But really, at the end of the day, they go home and they're like, oh my God, I don't think anybody likes me. True confidence to me is quiet. It doesn't mean that you can't still enter a room and have a big presence. But it's more that you enter a room and you have a warm, welcoming, inviting presence. I think a a truly confident person has the ability without trying to make other people around them feel, if not confident, at least comfortable enough to be themselves. Confidence to me is fluid almost in the sense of almost being an emotion. Because speaking from my own experience, like I consider myself to be pretty dang confident. I still have moments where I get taken off guard or it's all about kind of exercising that muscle and knowing that it's okay to not feel confident in certain moments, in certain situations. It doesn't mean that you're no longer a confident person. It just means that you had a moment and it's about catching yourself and how quickly can you turn it back around? How quickly can you talk yourself back into reality that you don't have to take things personally. Your confidence level is higher and can remain higher the quicker you can get back up when you have those low moments.
0: Now, creative people must get, you know, feedback and critiques on their writing and art from publishers Mm -hmm. and mentors and art directors. They often get multiple rejections. So what's your advice to them on how to get confident
1: I actually was a writing major and a theater major in college. Loved to write fiction, short stories. I'm a singer. I like to write songs. I've been on stage. So I have all of that creative background as well. So I totally understand about having to get feedback and critique and that it can be hard, especially if you put something out there. You've put your heart and your soul and your emotion and your whole self into that most likely before you let anybody even see a piece of it. And so it can be really hard because it's really easy as a creative to take it personally because, well, this is me, this is myself that I've put out here. But again, it's kind of like a muscle and just understanding that while it's valid and necessary that you put your heart and your soul and your being into your work, that when you're getting that feedback, to learn how to, at that point, view it as a body of work so that you can understand that from the other person's perspective, they're not telling you if they're giving you negative feedback or saying that something needs to be worked on, that they're not saying that you're not talented or that you're bad at what you do or that you should give up or anything like that. It's that at that moment in time, once it's outside of you, It's already been created. It's now a body of work. In an ideal world, you're going to get constructive criticism that you can either take or leave. If someone's just plain being mean, and I think this goes for criticism across the board, whether it's in regards to your work or yourself or whatever, if someone's just plain out being mean, you can completely disregard that. That's a muscle that takes time to learn how to let that roll off of you. But the more you can do it, the easier it gets. If someone's giving you truly constructive feedback, it's because they want you to improve. They want you to be better. They see the potential or they wouldn't bother saying what they're saying. So it's learning how to separate yourself in those
0: moments. You know, for everybody in the world, there's also the inner critic. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think it holds so many people back from getting paid what their work is actually worth. Oh, yeah.
1: So uh, The Inner Critic, there's a book that I might actually pull it out again, and I'm going to recommend people read it. It's called The War of Art. It talks about that whole inner critic and having that self-doubt, they call it the resistance, you know, the those negative thoughts that are working against you and telling you that you know, you're know you not good enough or whatever you're putting out as crap, that if you're feeling that resistance, that's actually a sign that you're going in the right direction. So if you're cruising along on an easy road, you might want to try something else. <laughs> because once you feel that resistance and you have that inner critic, that's just validation that you're probably doing something right. So... It also comes down to, I think, just just practicing your craft. You don't have to put everything out into the world that you create. You can look at stuff and be like, you know what? That sucks. (laughs) I'm not putting that out. But you can't get better until you start. It's the same with just confidence in general. You can't get confident until you start taking action. So even if you don't put everything out there right away, if you at least start practicing your craft, you start seeing what's working and what doesn't work that's when you can start a, sort of put that inner critic away
0: yeah because fear is something that we learn there are only two really true fears in the world that we're all born with and that's fear of falling and fear of loud noises so where oh, does that leave? so where does that leave all the rest of it <laughs> that, we, that we all deal with so You've also spoken about a gross and a fixed mindset. Are you able to share a little bit about what those are and how they can benefit creatives?
1: Yeah, so fixed mindset would be if you feel like you were born with all of the talent and intelligence you will ever have and that's it. There's no going anywhere from that you were either born with it or you weren't. That's what holds a lot of people back because they feel like you know other people excelled earlier in life before they did maybe it's too late for them they're too old you can't learn anything new but if you have that growth mindset then nothing else matters that's been something that over the years i found myself struggling with was kind of like the age thing and thinking like oh my god all these all these other singers writers actors you know they all got their big break when they were 15 16 20 and here i am now i'm in my 30s and i I'm not where I thought I would be. I'm getting too old. It's never going to happen for me. And I spent so much time focusing on age and getting older and that I was running out of time that I paralyzed myself. And that's why I didn't get as far as I could have. I kept holding myself back in that fear. But if you allow yourself to have that growth mindset that you can always learn something new, you can always get better then that's where you open yourself up to greater possibilities and nothing else matters. And I think we're seeing that a lot too, just to speak again to the age thing. So all these outside factors
0: don't matter. You know, focusing on, on harnessing your craft and, and practicing your craft, I think that builds confidence, doesn't it? Absolutely. Can we talk about sort of the difference between knowing that you truly value yourself and your own worth rather than valuing your achievements? How do you know whether you're truly confident?
1: I feel like, you know, you're truly confident when kind of like I mentioned before, like the negative things that people might say about you or about your work, you don't take it personally. You're able to let it roll off. It doesn't kill your mood or kill your vibe and ruin your whole day. I was thinking about this earlier, actually, too, that how we're programmed, basically, just in general as humans, we're, we're programmed to focus on the negative. You think about instances where you've created something and you get all this feedback. You could have a 100 people tell you how amazing it was, how great you were. And you have one person who comes up with a negative comment. And what do we focus on? We focus on the negative. I've also heard, I forget the number, but it takes a certain ridiculous number of positive experiences or compliments or things like that to undo the one negative. But that's just how we're programmed because we have, like we were talking about that fear. We have that fear in us. Our brain is trained to look for the negative from back in the days when we had to be aware of, you know, say the saber toothed tiger that might be chasing after us. Yeah. Obviously that threat doesn't really exist for us anymore, but our brains still act in that way where it seeks out the negative. So it's not a bad thing because that's how it's designed to help us survive. But it means we have the same level of reaction, whether it's, fear of rejection or, or fear of being made fun of or whatever that fear is. It's on the same level as that fear of having to get away from a predator. But to be able to recognize it when those moments happen and learn how to put up a shield, not build a wall, but put up a shield so that you can deflect those moments when you get caught off guard so that they don't, like I said, they don't bring you down. And when you, notice, when you start to notice that that's happening a lot, if you have those moments and you're like, hey, that person just said something really awful to me and I'm okay. Those are the moments when I started to realize, oh my God, I really actually am a confident person because I, I'm in a lot of situations where I could easily get critiqued and I have been critiqued, but to know that you're also not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And,
0: and that's a good thing, right?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely a good thing. Because again, it's a sign that you're on the right path. You're going to find your
0: people. You mentioned a wall and a shield. And why do we need a shield?
1: So I feel like this shield allows us to still be able to have emotional connections versus building a wall. So if you're building a wall, it's that stereotypical, that cliche about putting a wall around your heart. So I think we need the shield because there is negativity in the world. So you acknowledge that there's still gonna be negativity that you have to deal with in the world when you're an optimist, but you continue to look for the positive despite the negative.
0: As a coach, what role can you have, can coaches have in helping people discover their confidence?
1: We're not there to have all the answers. We're there to help people figure out the answers for themselves. Cause that's also what builds confidence even if you have a guide with you, but you went through the thought process, you did the work, that builds your confidence because you're, you're like, you know what? I figured this out.
0: Yeah, they took action. Yeah. Can you share some words that writers and illustrators and creatives can use now? A sort of daily mantra, I suppose, or affirmation that they can kind of, you know, go off and draw or reword that in a way that feels authentic to them just so that they can start that shift to that confident mindset.
1: Yeah. What I came up with, what I feel works for me is a mantra that reminds me that I am unique. I have gifts and talents that the world needs. And I know it's a strong thing to say the world needs you, but I truly believe that we are all here with a purpose There's no two people that are alike. We all have some reason that we're here and we're not here just to survive. We're not here to just go to work, make some money, pay some bills, and then be done with it. We have a purpose inside of us. So we're here because the world needs us. So I think for me, that's always a powerful reminder when I'm starting to feel down on myself or like what I do isn't good enough or that I'm not qualified is that reminder that I am unique and the world needs what I have to offer. There's also, you know, what, basically what change could you create in the world? Low confidence is what I overcame. And that's what I want to help people with. And it's just kept coming up again and again and again. And I still for the longest time was doubting myself. Like, who am I to teach anybody else about confidence? Like, yeah, I had a couple of light bulb moments. Yeah. I went through my own journey and I'm confident now. And I didn't used to be, but you know, I'm not anybody special. I don't have any amazing certifications. Like who am I to do this? And when I got to that question of like, what change could I create in the world? Maybe I got like really big beyond myself, but as I was writing, who are you not to do this? how dare you when you could potentially save somebody, you know, like it, it's weird. It gives me chills. And it, and I, I don't want it to come across and thinking, you know, that it's, it's a conceited thought or anything. I'm not trying to say like, I'm some kind of savior or, or anything like that, but like, who knows what kind of impact you could have on somebody's life. So how dare you keep your talents to yourself? And you're always going to have someone who identifies with what you have to offer. Even if, you know, it takes a long time to find them. You don't feel like it's, it's happening. You you just got to keep pushing. You got to keep plugging along because it's going to happen. And it won't happen if you stop taking action. They always say, those are the moments, like it's, it's, your success is right on the other side of that moment when you stopped. (laughs) So you Mm. can't stop.
0: Yeah, I can testify to that. I remember doing a 14-kilometer a, uh, race and getting my best time ever, but I the whole way through all I could think about was this is so hard, this is so hard, this is so hard, and mm-hmm. got to the 10-kilometer mark and just stopped. It's the only race that I've ever stopped running in, ever, in my whole life, and I regretted it. Uh, my husband had to come pick me up and he said, you realized that you had just run up the steepest section of that race. Oh wow. <sighs> and I was I achieved my personal best for a 10k. And it didn't mean anything because I had just exited the race. So don't exit the race people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is there I'd like I'd love for you to speak a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, so my podcast
1: is called Rockstar Confidence. I titled it that way for a couple of reasons. So the rock star comes from two angles, really. So one is from me because I'm also a singer. I love to be on stage. And throughout my life, people have just kind of always referred to me as hey, that's our rock star. So I'm like, you know what? I am a rock star. <laughs> but to me it also means having that high level of confidence to have that type of confidence where you can't be shaken or at least 98% of the time, (laughs) you can't be shaken. In my Facebook group, I also offer, I have a little ebook called the Affirmations Workbook that people can use. You can download it for free when you join my group. You can easily obviously Google affirmations and find a whole bunch but i think it's you can have a lot
0: more success when it's something personal. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was great yeah. to talk with you.
1: Yeah, awesome to talk to you as well.
0: I had an absolute blast talking with Carrie Jakala, confidence coach and host of the podcast Rockstar Confidence. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review. If you haven't yet, Come and join my free writing community. It's facebook.com groups slash bell the cat creatives. The link will be in the show notes. Till next time, sound your bell.